You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's one of those things where, you know, in hindsight, maybe I should have called the police, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm... I, I'm so used to seeing these bizarre things and, and strange things happening in Portland that it didn't really register to me that that was something I should do. Yeah, for a second, I kind of passed it by and I didn't even look. Well, because sometimes you see things and you're like, ah, yeah. that's kind of normal. Yeah, but in actuality, no, that was a that was a half-naked man swinging it around. So, I mean, yeah, I probably should have Swinging it around? I'll I don't explain. even know the context of this. I'll explain. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever. And Tara, if you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a couple of very special guests joining us today. We've got one, Mr. Jeremy Eli. We sure do. Jeremy, who we've had on here before. And we also have uh, Janine Brito, who's going to be joining us. And yep, she for the first was... time. So she was on uh, Totally Biased with Kamau Bell. Yes. And we've had Kamau on several times, but uh, we've never had Janine in. So yeah. I'm excited to meet her. Yeah, so they're going to be coming in here in just a little bit. Do want to remind everybody, of course, if you're going to be doing any online shopping, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on one of our links right there. Uh, one, one of our links, either the Amazon link or one of our fine sponsors on the side or or the bottom if you're scrolling on your your, your cellular device. I on believe. your mobile telephone. On your mobile telephones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can uh, you can go there, but just click on one of our links, especially if you're going to shop via Amazon, just go to funemploymentradio.com first. All right, I should explain what it was I was talking about. I did yes, mention please it. please do, because that sounded weird. Half-Naked Man. So we're here, you know, out of Portland, Oregon, and... It is pretty common to see strange things. And this is not like a secret that's just a Portland anymore. The whole I think the whole world knows Portland's weird. Annoyingly and, enough, yes, they do. Yeah, and it's it's not really being it's not somebody putting it on. It really is there are strange people. Mm. And it's just part of the normal thing. Like you'll see a guy on a tall bike riding down the road with a pink thong on in the middle of the pouring rain and it's like okay that guy no with the, on the tall bike with the pink thong really scarred you you bring him up every time you say something weird because I remember seeing you see the guy with the pink thong well yeah I mean it's it was an odd thing and I was stuck behind him for like 15 blocks so that's all I could look at because he was right in the middle of the lane so there wasn't much I could do about it so yeah it did it did kind of sear itself into my head but I mean there's you know strange things happen and this today happened when uh, I, I had to run home to get something here before before we did the show and I was driving on Hawthorne, and I was stuck at a light. And this is part of why why you don't notice these things right off the bat in Portland. There was a guy at a bus stop, nothing out of the ordinary there. Mm-hmm. And I noticed a lot of bags like kind of laying around them. Also, not too out of the ordinary. You know, you always see people, you know, shoving up way too many bags to take onto the bus. And then I I, I saw him kind of moving around, and it was just out of the corner of my eye. And I looked over at him, and what was going on was. The a he didn't have a shirt on, and now it's winter here in Portland. It's wow! Not, I mean, the sun's out a little bit. The sun's bit, out. That's uh, a yeah, the sun's that's really out. Going for it. Yes, and they uh, you know, they this guy had his shirt off, and he's jumping around in circles and like spinning around. Mm-hmm. And I realized in his hand was a sword, but it was a sheathed sword. It was a, a sheathed, sheathed sword. The, the sword, I don't know if that's the right way to say that or not. It is. Well, that means that it was sheathed. like in its case, the, right? Well, that, that's what the sheath is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sheathed. Sheathed. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Or, or it's like, it's a, clo- yeah, it's I guess sword it would case? be. case? Yeah. It's an encased sword. An encased sword. An okay. encased sword. All right. So yeah. Anyway, that's what it was. And he was sitting there swinging around like crazy and like he was fighting, uh, I don't know, like he was fighting other ninjas or something like that. And he had a headband on. And jumping around in circles and just swinging his sword, and everybody was walking by him like it was no big deal, like just oh whatever. His I'm assuming girlfriend who was sitting there with the rest of the stuff. Uh, well, oh, was she guarding his stuff while he was fighting his invisible? I don't think she was really belt. guarding. She was just sitting there next to him at the bus stop and uh, not even paying attention. She was like looking at her phone while this guy's jumping around with his shirt off, swinging his sword right. in broad daylight in the middle of a city. And and by a bus stop. Now let me ask you this, because the annoying thing with Portland getting more popular is the fact that people try to make 
try to add to the weirdness by pretending to be weird, if that makes sense. Yes. You know, like how like some people are just like, look at how cool. Like they try I'm to, so weird. They try too hard. Yeah. You know, like there are a lot of people, especially like transplants who have moved here recently who are just like, well, I'm going to become Portland-y now and like do, you know, like ride my tall bike or, you know, do whatever. Right. Or like fight an invisible sword fight on the corner of 39th and Hawthorne. Like, yeah. So does did he feel authentic? Like he was actually like in a battle. He looked like he was pretty much in a battle. Especially if his girlfriend's yeah. like not paying attention and not like sitting there filming it or something. No, like she wasn't filming it. She yeah. she was like she like was, it was acting, just the norm. I think that's what what made me feel like I didn't need to call the police. You know, because you know you see a guy swinging a sword around. Well, you know, you guys suppose that's something to worry about. But the fact that she could just care less and was just sitting there looking at her phone, I think that's that's I think it was legitimate. I think he was actually uh, fighting, you know, invisible ninjas. Wow. Yeah. I haven't, I miss, uh, I'm sorry, I, this isn't going to be like a whole lament of old Portland, but goddamn, I miss old Portland. Yeah. It was it, like how grungy it was. Like, yeah, it was a lot seedier and crappier, but, uh, but it was I told also, you though, all that exists. It's just pushed further out. It is further. See, but you say <laughs> that, but the culture isn't all the way out there. Like all the, you know, like. Like shops and uh, um, venues and all those kinds of things aren't pushed out there. Like unless I want to go to like the Copper Penny, which oh yes, I forgot that's so. Oh, that's going under. That's not going to be there anymore. Yeah, no. So see, even like the the mainstays on the outer you know, uh-huh. boundaries of Southeast are going away. Oh, there's there's still some treasures out there, though they're they're not really the treasures you want to find. Um, all right. It's being asked here. I'm going to call him the Hawthorne Ninja. So uh, questions about the Hawthorne Ninja. How do I know that the two were together? It was the fact that he was doing this right in front of her and the fact that she could just care less. I think that's what it was. It was like you could see that their relationship was this is us. This is what we do. And she was just looking at her phone like, yep, there he goes again. Practicing fighting ninjas. That's what he does. No big deal. (laughs) I think if they worked together, you would be looking a lot. If I were sitting that close to that guy, I wouldn't. I would be a little bit nervous. Yeah. Yeah. She was not nervous in any way, shape, or form. She was supportive. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Supportive, but you know, like, oh, you're uh, like he's playing video games or something. Like, oh, you're playing your games again or something <laughs> like that. You're fighting ninjas. Uh, Keelan brings up the grungier and seedier doesn't sound like a better time to me. I, I absolutely disagree. I loved it. I, that's what drew me to Portland was how like dark and dismal, but like arty it was. It was really, it was a neat place. Yeah. It still is. It's just a little cleaned up. Yeah, but you you want grunge? Like, what do you mean by grungier? I mean, I like liked needles. It you want more needles? No, around? no needles. But I mean, I like. I mean, because there were a lot of needles when around. there were like multicolored, like older built. I mean, come on, it's the same lament that everybody who lives in Portland has. Like now, it's all just like big, giant, you know, box condos that all look exactly the same. Oh, okay, yeah. It's turned down the culture. That's what I'm saying. I miss the culture. Okay. All right. So all there's right. that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, there it is. Well, anyway, he is he is out there, so watch out for the Hawthorne Ninja. I have yet to see on. the Hawthorne Ninja, and I'm on Hawthorne every day. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous that he's he new. Too. Well, he goes up there with me with Yo-Yo Man. Yo-Yo Man is also another one that I'm, I really want to see him again, who was doing the battling yo-yos, and that was pretty impressive. Also at a bus stop. You can see pretty much everything at bus stops. Or on the bus. Yeah, or on the bus. Mm-hmm. That's another great way to see it, too. So, yeah, the Yo-Yo Man's out there. This was just a couple of blocks away from where Yo-Yo Man was, and so now we've got... The Hawthorne Ninja. And the Yo-Yo Man. Maybe these guys are like the some of those people that dress up like superheroes. That would be pretty fun. I've talked about this before. I'm debating whether I should be one of those guys. Like if I want to fully embrace it and go, you know, and go, go, you know, crazy Portland, um, I could become I don't uh, know, but is superhero. that crazy Portland anymore? I don't know if it is. Well, I don't know. I don't even care anymore whether yeah. it's crazy Portland or whatever. But I, I'm debating whether to become, you know, maybe this guy's like a superhero of some kind. So what you are aiming to become is a crazy mm-hmm. person uh, waiting at, you have well, to be waiting at a bus stop. I thought about this, like with my weapons, you know, I'm I'm good with a bow staff. Okay. And that's a fact. I've demonstrated video of that. I can twirl a bow staff around really well. You sure can. And I can team up with this guy. He's got the sword. We've got Yo-Yo Man. Um, there's that guy out in Beaverton, but I don't know if I count him. I think I could I could put together a little bit of a superhero team. What would you call it? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know what I would call myself. I mean, of course, I've always wanted to call myself White Lightning, but now I'm not sure if that one would work or not just because that was going to be my You'd wrestling be like name. You'd be Dirty White Lightning because if you wore anything white, it would be gray. You should just call yourself Gray Lightning. No, gray lightning is not nearly as fun sounding. And because with white lightning, like anywhere I went, you know, I would have the the lightning strike, like, and and you know that would be kind of. I could basically adapt what I wanted my wrestling persona to be to to now be you know a, a Portland superhero. I think I could do a good. I I would be good at a superhero. Uh, I 
have to decide whether or not I want to wear a mask. I probably of would want. Of course, you wouldn't be, wear a mask because you'd want the attention. I'd want to be known. Yeah, you'd I'd want to be, be known. known. Yeah, yeah. Because to you, doing anything good isn't worth doing unless somebody knows you're doing it. Well, well, I mean, if I'm saving people, you know, I would be one of those humble superheroes. Like, you oh would no, not be I'm humble. You would not. I'm be only humble. here to, you know, I I'm not here for the attention. No, <laughs> people call me a hero. That's just a word. I'm just doing what I was supposed to. You know, when I go and save people. Yeah. Yeah, that would probably work. Um, let's see. What? Don't mind me. Oh, I'm just. Oh, I was just doing. What would you do to save the right people? thing? Like clearly, your instincts are to save people. If you see a guy wielding a sheathed sword on a corner, and your instinct is just drive by and be like, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> like that doesn't seem like the. Superhero he didn't seem thing. like he was a danger, though. See, and that's the thing about being a superhero. You got to pick out who's the danger and who is not. Um, I would probably do a lot of uh, policing market, uh, like supermarkets. And watch out for like ordinary things, like ordinary things that it, that require a superhero, but people just don't realize it. You know, like again, I'm talking about the people who use the self checkout lane, but don't know how to use it, you and so they take forever. You can't bring that up twice in one week. I'm putting a moratorium on. I'm saying you though, about the those people though, that's something a superhero could stop. I could put an end to that. You know, and and I would I would save all the other people in line. I'd find some things. You know, and mostly parade around You'd and just say, be an example. How would you save them just by yelling at somebody who doesn't quite properly know how to use the self-checkout? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. That's how it would work. And then the people behind, you know, they would all be happy and they would, you know, make make images of me, you know, put, put up signs about me and posters and all that kind so of stuff. So instead of uh, Andre the Giant with the Obey signs, it'll be like a picture of your face? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, it, I think it would be great. So White Lightning is so one So you're man. trying to be Portland. So The Bowman, but the Bowman doesn't work because I have my bow staff with me wherever I went. And so I could do like <laughs> tricks. Wait, so you're one of the people that I was just talking about that like are, are trying to be weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been here for a long time. No, it's it's. I'm just saying a, uh, you know, a, a superhero. I think, I think sometimes I, I accidentally look Portland weird. What do you mean? Uh, so I was walking down the street the other day, like in my neighborhood. So it was off. It was like, I don't like like in the Hawthorne area, basically, but like in the back roads, you know, where all the houses are, like not on one of the main roads mm-hmm. where all the shops are. And I was walking, and I I had my headphones in, and I just had a phone conversation. So my headphones were in my ears, but they were off, so I could hear people, these people, as they were approaching me. And it was like a group of like four, like three or four kids. They're probably teen, like teenage age, and they were like taking pictures. There was like some pastel-looking house that they were passing, and like taking a bunch of pictures of them. They were taking pictures of like you know kooky things along the sidewalk, mm-hmm. like probably. And as I was passing them, so I was walking, and I, I was just wearing like my normal clothes. I thought I looked pretty normal and like, you know, a pair of my weird sunglasses or whatever. And as I'm passing by them, you know, with my headphones in, I heard one of the girls, she's looking at me and all of them are just staring at me. And they're like, that girl was like, wow, look at her. She's super Portlandy. Oh, wow. As I walked by, I looked normal. Yeah. How does, how does one even look super Portlandy? Well, you got some, you got some pink hair. I mean, it's barely pink. It's like light yeah. pink and that's normal. Yeah. That's well, Portland that's normal, normal for here. That's not necessarily normal if you're you're coming from somewhere but else. But they were they were taking pictures of like houses. They're like, oh, look at that tree! And like as I as I walked by, they looked at me and called me Portlandy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I suppose I suppose you are. You have been in Portlandia a few times. Oh well, that doesn't mean anything. Well, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, there you are. Now you're a, you're an object for tourists. You should have asked them asked them to uh, to give you some money. I know, right? If you're mm-hmm. gonna take my picture, you got to yeah. pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, got a few stories for you. First up, a story, oh my goodness, out of Portland. Out of Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Making the national news circuit today, of course, for doing something embarrassing, because that's how Oregon always makes the news. Uh, So this is out of Portland. A fitness writer and self-proclaimed gym rat in Portland, Oregon, believes that he has an exercise routine that everybody can do. Okay. He's trying to market it to everybody now and it's called the air guitar workout okay all right the air but then guitar. really only your right arm gets worked out or i suppose if you're a left arm guitarist but only one arm gets worked out well that's a, that is a, like a, a wrong concept is what he's saying okay it's because like it actually works your entire body okay so this guy's name is charles murr Charles Murr has been playing air guitar for years, but only recently realized its physical benefits and probably um, the financial benefits as well, which is why this is a new story. Uh, Murr told 
The Huffington Post, growing up, I was obsessed with Pete Townsend of The Who and used to imitate his windmill moves when he was playing the guitar. I had an awakening this last year. There are lots of exercises that use the movements that are also used in air guitar. In fact, it's a full body routine, Mer said. So that's what he's trying to do now is market air guitaring as an exercise. Are people paying him for this? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I guess so, because he has he has a workout called the air guitar workout. So he says it's uh, it's more than just head banging. It's a full body routine. You have to maintain the shape of the guitar while you're moving around, which can be extremely intense. Again, though, it's only one arm. It's only one arm's going to be strumming and doing the windmilling. No, well, the depends. other arm stays still. You it could depends get... on what air guitar style you're doing and what person you're mimicking at that point. For example, no, he says no. when I when I shred to Van Halen's, everybody wants some. I work my legs, my core, my posterior <laughs> chain, even grip strength. I do lawnmower pulls with my strums, wood choppers when I whip my air I mean, guitar I guess, across yeah, my you're body. Running it up and down the sumo threat. squats, Jefferson deadlifts, off the couch depth jumps, medicine ball slams when I smash my guitar medicine like ball slams. Ta- like Pete Townsend. Wow. Neck work when I'm headbanging. That adds up to intervals, plyometrics, dynamic stretching, and ab work in all less than ten minutes. A total body workout that digs into the muscles you wouldn't believe. He also says that he thinks it's going to be popular because it brings a sense of play into your workout so you don't actually feel like it's work. Playing air guitar is fun. But if you do it for all nine minutes of Freebird, you'll realize that you've actually been exercising. So he does compete in a lot of the air guitar competitions yeah. here in town. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a couple of them a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like a national competition for it, too. Yeah, and I think they have the nut. Well, there's one in, I think, Vegas, and then they have one at Dante's here a lot. Yeah, but I mean, there's like a there's a national tour mm-hmm. where they compete for a national championship. In oh, air yeah, guitar. and they can win a lot of money. Yeah. So he says playing air guitar is fun. Yes, and you can get great exercise from it. And although air guitar competitions tend to attract heavy metal hand- headbangers, Murr says that any type of music will work and that people can even do air drums or air guitar if they so desire. So if you don't want to do air guitar, you can do. Is there air any drums. science behind his uh, workout, or he just says that this is what he. I mean, you know my workout where I just walk around my apartment punching and kicking. That's your dancing. that's your seven step shuffle or if whatever you it move, is. Anything can be exercise if you're moving. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's that doesn't mean positive. it's worthy of being called a specific workout. Hell, if he can if he can convince people to give him money. Oh for no, him absolutely to show them about air guitaring. Absolutely, I'm I'm all on board with that. I'm just kind of jealous now. I want to come up with a. Uh, with a workout of my own. Well, uh, Mer says that while you're air guitaring or air drumming or whatever airing you are, he says it's important to listen to your body, not just the music. You have to modify your routine if you feel pain. Nine minutes can be torture, even if it's fun at the same time. So make sure you don't hurt yourself while you're air guitaring because that would be really embarrassing. Yes. Next up, speaking of things that you didn't know there was a market for and now someone's making a lot of money off of it, have you ever heard of tuxedos for your penis? No, I don't believe I have. Yes, it's a tuxedo for your penis. So this thing is named Tux. This is what the uh, the brand is. It's a one-size-fits-all penis product. It's uh, sewn from satin and comes with a little bow tie on it. So this is created by a company called Lilo.com, which is a Stockholm-based uh, sex products company. The tuxedo stays on the penis with the help of a band that goes behind and keeps the tuxedo in place. All right. So people are actually paying a lot of money for this. So they're selling quite a few of them, and it's $30 a piece for one of these little penis tuxedos. But for, for where do you use this? For what occasion? I don't know. It's a tuxedo, so I mean a fancy occasion. Okay. All right. So it's $30, um, and you can find it at Lilo.com if you're interested. Okay. Just All wanted right. to let you know that that's a product that actually That's exists. good to know. All right. And uh, finally in my stories... I have a story out of Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia police have decided to convince people to not save parking spots in Philadelphia when it's starting to get really snowy there. Mm-hmm. With a new video that they called uh, made called No Savesies. And they're trying to be a little hip while they do it. So this is the Philadelphia Police Department is using an altered version of Drake's Hotline Bling video to tell residents not to reserve parking spots. I can do the Drake dance. I know you. I'm pretty good at it. Anybody can. I'm pretty good at it, though. So so it's all about not saving spots, parking spots, because everyone needs to be able to park when it's snowing. 
So some of the lyrics uh, in the video are as such. You need to call us from your cell phone late night if you see a cone. Wait, they're, a- they're, they're actually... Singing this? Oh, oh yes, there. Actually, do you want to? Yes, I think we. I think we need. I think we need a little bit of an example of this. I'm not. I wasn't sure if you wanted to. Oh no, no, that needs to happen. You need to call us from your cell phone. Oh wow. Late night when you see that cone, call us from your cell phone. That parking spot's not yours alone. Cause when we get that dispatch ring, oh. How did they record this on a cell phone? Um, it doesn't matter how they recorded it because it's super hip. So they don't need your judgment. And they actually uh, bring up the fact that they indeed feel like they're super hip because they knew who Drake was. So uh, the Philadelphia Police Department, they said, uh, we know the kids like Drake, so we made a neat video that you can share yeah, with the them. Yeah, kids, you know, they're on that Drake guy. <laughs> Now it's an easy way to show young kids uh, how to get the message that when it comes to holding parking spots on public streets, Philadelphia is a no-savies city. Ugh. And now you're going to have hotline bling in your head forever. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. I just got that song out of my head, too. I can so do the dance, though. I Greg, mean, I'm pretty anybody good at can it. do the dance. No, not probably as good as I can, though. I feel, I feel like he I... just kind of hangs there. No, you no. There's some movement to it. You got to move your arms a little bit, and then uh, and then it's all about the you know the attitude when you're when you're doing the dance. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. that's what it is. All right, let's go ahead and take a break because we have our guest or guests who are going to be joining us here in Indeed. just a second. All right, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full .com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. I think you just had no idea what our first names were. He blanked on our names. Yeah. 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 He was reading it off a card. Well, we're, I'm not going to pretend that he remembered. Which, why did we put our last names only on our I don't card? know. That was really stupid. Yeah. yeah. Should have thought about that ahead of time. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, everyone, to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by Janine Brito. Hello. Hello, Hello Janine. Although I must say it's very fun to hear your last name said by an Australian yeah. Hey, lie. Me black. It was pretty magical the whole yeah. time. I kept getting lost in his accent when I was talking. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it makes everything sound so much better. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. yeah sorry, I'm confused. Uh, and we have Jeremy here. Jeremy Eli. Hi, everyone. Hello. I don't do accents. <laughs> Jeremy, do your favorite life. accent for us. <laughs> and then Jason Lamb is hiding in the corner. Hey, everybody. Hi, Jason. All right, that's enough. That's okay. You can just sit there and look pretty. <laughs> so are you getting really excited for the show tonight? I'm hugely excited. I've been excited about this for a while. Um, it's our first show of 2015. So 16. we Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Oh, God. We're doing it all over. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we didn't get a chance to do one in December, so this is our... Uh, our show back, and then we—it's our year anniversary, and we tried so hard to get Janine oh, last yeah. year. Oh, that's so cool. We made it all happen. So, is this your first time being on Minority Retort? Yes, it is, and we've been trying for months. We yeah. just keep playing like email tag, and and we uh, tried to move this show to you a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and finally, um, I was in San Francisco last weekend, so I was like, I can just hop up, and so I reached yeah. out. And yeah, oh, that's I'm awesome! Super excited. It's, yeah, it seems happening. like you're kind of bouncing around to a lot of different places because you're going to LA for the Riot Fest next week. Yeah, right? I live in LA. Now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm doing a show. Uh, sorry, this is like off topic. Yeah. The show at LA Riot Fest is with and for dogs. I, that's, yeah. That is yes. The best. Two girls, one pup. That yes. Is the, okay, that's the <laughs> best name so ever. Good. Oh my god. I I've done that show. It's like a it's like a, <laughs> a a weekly show there in LA. And every time I do the show, I realize halfway through my set that I've only been talking to the dogs. Oh, I yeah. haven't made eye contact with any of the humans. So there's actually dogs at yes, the show. It happens. That's awesome. How can you even do anything if there are it's dogs? So there? it's insane. <laughs> Usually you don't end up doing your set because you have like dogs barking and like something's ha- like someone's peeing, someone's oh. humping someone else. It's like the best, cutest crowd work. Oh, do you do the ever. thing where when you're walking down the street? 
street and you see someone walking a dog, you don't look at the person, but yeah. you look at the dog. Yeah. That's all I do. I'm just like, oh, hey, Bobby. And then, yeah. like, just don't even acknowledge the human. You're like, oh, you're here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so do you get to hold a dog while you're doing it? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I will just harangue people. I'm just like, give me your dog. <laughs> I am one of those. So you're a dog hugger. I love dogs. How many dogs do you have? I don't have any. I don't um, either. But I love that my, my girlfriend has uh, two. Uh, so. I was looking at some of your pictures, and, then, and like every picture is a different dog, and I'm like, How yeah, she's know? also a, <laughs> she's also she a dog so walker. Dogs. Oh. So I just like, oh sweet, take advantage of that usually. That... Like, let me come to you with to you with work. <laughs> oh my god, that's like the coolest job ever. Yeah. And then okay, since we're gonna go down the dog thing, I saw your idea on Twitter. Really quick, and then we're going to talk about my own order. <laughs> First, dogs. Dogs, dogs, <laughs> priority. But your idea about the woman at the dog shows, who's the like the dog walker woman, like a yeah, reality show about right? her. I would watch the shit out of that. Totally. I would. I want to know everything about her. Because they had that that movie. Is it the same person every time that watched? No, the no, no, no. It's okay. like oh, the like same type show? of lady. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just like. Imagine your weirdest like elementary school teacher in a skirt suit. Just like all she does is present dogs. Yeah, that is a specific <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. Like you make that choice. Yeah, all yeah. totally. quaffed and runs very well in heels. Too. Yeah, it's a it's all multiple talents there. Totally. You don't fall into that career. That's true. You seek it out. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, does yeah. one get into that? I don't know. I've I'm not I kind sure. of wanted to be a dog groomer for a while, but then I, I realized all the other things you have to do. Like the expelling. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't want to do that part. No, no, I don't think I could do that. No, okay, well, we've established that. The grooming and the hugging, yes, the, the expelling, yeah. no. All right, no. Well, dogs. Yeah. I don't know where to go with dogs now. Anything else? I with could dogs? talk about dogs forever. Okay. <laughs> yes. But no, that job is very like. I want to walk dogs in a very serious manner, but also wear dress barn. Yeah. Like, that's specifically what I want to do with my life. I wonder if she gets a clothing quota, or if there is like some sort of you know like limitation as to what she can wear. Like if it has to be a suit, yeah. Like the skirt suit. I think the entire must. time it must be. It must be a requirement. Otherwise, you'd have other wahoo things. <laughs> See, I would want to watch it just for the competition with the other dog walkers, because there's got to be some serious. Well, have you, you know, ever watched a dog show? Yeah, I mean, they're, I've seen. I've oh, seen one. Fascinating. They are so fun to watch. But I mean, the competition serious. because that lady must have competition. Somebody else has wanted to do that, and she's had to like beat out other people to get there. What's that like? Oh yeah. Yeah. The it's like fights. in politics, like you have to do some dirty mm-hmm. shit to get to the top. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, the, it's the dog runner racket. <laughs> All right, so minority retort. Tonight. Yes. yes. Tonight. So, how, so you're saying this is your year anniversary. Yeah, this is our, yeah, our year anniversary. We started in January last year, so it's officially been a year with us. So we're excited about that. We got a big announcement at the show. We got Ooh. Janine. It's like... Um, very exciting one. It's going to be a great, great time. Yeah, it looks like you have an amazing lineup. And it's uh, it's tonight at Curious Comedy Theater. Tonight, so. Curious Comedy Theater. Uh, tickets online or at the door. Either way. Uh, but yeah, we have Janine. We have Johan Miranda, who also so is... So funny. Yeah, yeah. he's oh, in LA. He's so good. I met him at Bridgetown not that long ago. He destroyed... Oh, uh, great. Yeah. Then we got local lovables Alex Rios, uh, Katie Nguyen, and Marcus Coleman, who is... Awesome. He's the new dude. And it's going to be hosted by the fabulous Jeremy Eli. Yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can get these guys to stay focused. Uh, <laughs> start, start talking about dogs. So when you, <laughs> that was a Janine's writer. She was like, I need I at least like, a colleague. At, at least. least. <laughs> yes. Just one dog hug per set. <laughs> so when you're hosting, is it kind of like the comedian wrangler almost, like trying to keep things on Are pace? you going to wear a, a skirt suit to yeah. get us all out there? Are you going to wear some business pumps? <laughs> Oh no, I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna wear. Do I care? I don't ever care about that. You don't worry about what you're gonna wear. I do for half a second, and then I feel strange about that. I'm just like, Is you feel strange about worrying work? about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Like we did something on TV the other day, and like I walked away from it. I was like, I haven't looked in the mirror in about six hours. It's not a lot of wrangling. That's like open mics. That's always that's always oh, where bet. you gotta like get people inside and stuff but everyone no everyone is pretty chill it's usually like not getting caught up in conversation backstage mm. <laughs> and it's like oh that's really funny oh that person left yeah. stage a while ago <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to be up there. there's no one out there <laughs> so for someone who hasn't been to minority retort before what what makes this different than you know other comedy nights uh it's all people of color mm. all pe- performers of color uh very northwest based like we're happy to have the out of towners come through um we also have a dude named Shane whose last name i forgot but he's coming up from san diego he's <laughs> awesome <laughs> it's, much, it's just like this big party of uh comedians of color that happens like once a month it's just like it's a real close vibe everyone's gets along real well the shows we stack 
<laughs> we stack the the lineup pretty ridiculously. Oh like, yeah, everyone's super talented. So it's like making a mixtape. I just try to like yeah. figure it out like that. <laughs> well, and it's super affordable too. I mean, so it's seven bucks in advance, ten dollars at the door. Yeah, yeah, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, it's a great way to go with your your Friday night. It is genuinely not just because I'm part of it, but it is the most fun I have at shows regularly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, Curious Comedy's at uh, 52... 25. 25. Yeah, the palindrome address. North does that help anyone? No. That does help. <laughs> if I can, yeah, a good palindrome yeah. helps with the memory. I'm looking out for numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. And Janine, you come to Portland a lot, don't you? Because you were at, uh, were you in the All Jane Fest? Uh, a few years ago. A few yeah, years yeah. ago, and, and then, then it, for Bridgetown, Bridgetown as well. Stuff. Yeah, I love Portland so much. Um, every time, it's like... Uh, every time I come here, everything you guys have here is just like lesbian catnip. Like, just, <laughs> which, by the way, also just catnip. Yep. Uh, that's what <laughs> but just like you know, the last time I was in town, I like you know had uh, like a, a tofu bowl oh, yeah. and went and got some coffee <laughs> and then sat in the park and talked about the issues uh, surrounding transracial adoption. Oh. I was just like, ah, <laughs> it feels like I'm back in Berkeley. <laughs> it was so good. So yeah, I try to come back up whenever I can. How do you like living in LA? I like it a lot. You do? People were like, in San, I, I was in San Francisco for a long time mm. and people knock LA. Um, but I love it. It's I'm from Miami, Florida originally. So to okay. me, it's a lot like Miami, but my family's not there. So it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to Port St. Lucie in Florida? No, I have not. Oh, okay. That's where it's the topic of the... of the show quite a bit because there's so much, for some reason, every crazy story that we have, Sarah does a segment called World, World of Crazy, mm. where it's, you know, the people that try to eat each other or you oh, know, stuff like, like that. That's yeah, like yeah. bath salts originated. Yeah, from. like that, bath that was salts. Like the, oh. the initial face eating. The yeah, face yeah, yeah, eating yeah. Oh, the, I remember bath Yeah, under salts. the overpass. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it all seems to revolve around Port St. Lucie. Oh, like, I'm for some reason. Go. Yeah, an inordinate number of times it's Port St. Lucie. I'll go, I'll bring a GoPro and do some recon for you guys and try and not get my face. Yeah, don't get eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away from the bath salts. All right. Well, so tonight, tonight at 5225. Yes. The palindrome. Palindrome. It helped. (laughs) It's in there now. And where can folks get their tickets? You can get your tickets online by searching on Google. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know offhand? Go to CuriousComedy.org. Dot org. Yeah. They'll get you to the right place. That's where (laughs) they are. They're good at it. That's one of their things. Pick those up in advance. Yeah, do it. No, that's a fantastic lineup, and we're so happy to have you guys on the show, and thank you for stopping by. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right, Minority Retort. Go see the show tonight. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Janine Brito and Jeremy Eli right here on Fun Employment Radio. So the show is tonight, once again, Minority Retort. And now with the palindrome, I know, 5225. 5225, 5225. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I, I was thinking about that, that that wouldn't work for me. Now, now it kind of does. Oh, it totally does for me. 5225. If, if I can get a numerical sequence, like the weird thing, like I'm terrible at math. But I'm fascinated by numbers, as you know, with like my mm-hmm. 111, like you know, my, my number obsession. Yes, Sarah is obsessed with numbers. If there's a clock that comes up, for anybody who doesn't know this, if you're a longtime listener, obviously, you know, uh, if a clock comes up as 111 or 222 or 333, she has to kiss it. Mm-hmm. You kiss a <gasps> clock. And I also have to do things in even numbers. Um, but you know what's awesome is that I was actually talking to our friend Ryan um, the other day. Ryan, your ex mm-hmm. roommate, Ryan. Oh, okay, yes. Ryan has a number thing too. Does he? Yeah, because I was talking about. For, for some reason, it came up. Um, so we well, since he's posted about it. So Scott. Um, okay, we should explain that. Yeah. Yes. So our buddy Scott Daly had. Um, this is just to kind of chat some information and for everybody. Let's start. He's okay. He's okay. He is okay. He had some health issues come up the other day, and so it was a little bit scary for a minute. But he is okay. He's fine now. Um, but yeah, it was a little little scary for a couple of days. Uh, but. You and uh, yeah, you were you were hanging out with Ryan. Yeah, so we went to with, visit yeah. Scott. Um, yeah, yeah, where he was staying. And as Ryan and I were walking, I, like something about numbers came up, and we were, and he's just like, I was talking about how, you know, I have to have like even like if I'm eating M and M's for example, mm-hmm. I have to have t- I have to eat two. I can't right. eat one. You have to have one on each side. I've heard exactly. you bring this up before. Same thing which is- with like Cheez Its or anything. Like I have to have I, I can't have one. If I pour mm-hmm. like um, a handful of Cheez Its and there's like five of them, I have uh-huh. to get another one to make it six. Okay. Or else, if I don't have any more, then I have to split the last one in half and put them. But that's still what just one. I know, but but by splitting it, it makes it two. So it's not the numbers necessarily; it's the balance. Maybe it's the balance. Yeah. Maybe it's the balance. Yeah. I think I it's a know. balance thing. It could be. Okay. 
But I was. What do you think is going to happen if you have three Cheez-Its on one side? You know, I I just don't want to know. Don't want to know. Also, why are you putting seven Cheez-Its in your mouth? I'm not. I eat them too. But if I have them in my hand, I'll put two at a time. Why not just one at a time? Because that doesn't make sense. You eat two at a time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I was talking to Ryan when we were leaving, and he does the same thing. Like, I was talking about how my, my counting thing has gotten... I've, I've had to, like, try and curb my counting mm-hmm. because I've been getting a little crazy about it. Okay. Like, I've been counting... I sound nuts. Yeah. But what whatever, this counting? is real. This is, this is real. This is something okay, that happens. Okay, this is real talk me. right now? Yeah, but maybe somebody else maybe this, somebody else does this too, and maybe they'll tell me, and then I won't feel as crazy. Like I count how many, like drinks of something I take. Like, what do you mean? Like when you're like, uh, say you've got a you like got a I'm, cup of coffee or, or yeah, you got a water right there. Got a bottle of water. Four sips. Like, You'll count how many sips? Four. Yep. What if one's bigger than the other one? It doesn't matter. The numbers what matters. Wait. So. What happens if it's not? Like, Just, like, do you I, I have to do a certain? Happens. Why do you keep asking me if I know what happens? So, how many do you typically do? I, it depends on how thirsty I am. I'm just saying it has to be an even number, and it's not even an even number. I just count it. I don't know why in my mind, and I I try not to, uh-huh. but I just count random things. Okay. I used to do it when I was little. I remember like counting my steps. I used to do that a lot. I count stairs count a lot of things oh my god i was obsessed when i was a kid because somebody told me that whole if you step on a crack you'll break your mother's back uh line that's not that's not something that only i heard right that's a thing people heard if you step on a crack you'll break your mother's back that's what somebody told me when i was a kid have you seriously never heard that i don't think so okay when i was a kid when i was like uh in first grade i think some kid at school told me that if you step on like a crack, like a crack Greg, in the I'm sidewalk, with you. Yes, everybody. Okay, I'm like that. Jesus. Did I just make this up? <laughs> That's, some kid told me that. I got told a lot of things. I was very gullible when I was a when I was a kid. I would believe a lot of things. You're and still so, gullible. So they told me that, and then I so I was I was terrified to step on a crack because like I don't want to hurt my mom, and so I would I would try really hard not to do that. Um, I also had a girl. When uh, we had these family friends, there was these two girls that were a little bit older than us. And this girl told me, well, she tricked me into drinking. I think I've talked about this before, but she tricked me into drinking uh, vinegar. She poured vinegar into a glass and told me it was water and tricked me into drinking it. Like, I didn't drink the whole thing. I started drinking it. I'm like, ew. She's like, haha, that's vinegar. Now you're going to die. And she told me that vin- if you drink vinegar, you'll die. Like, it's poison. And so I was, I was going to die. And I remember we were at their house and I remember riding home and I was, you know, I, again, I was like six or seven maybe. And, so, and, and they, were, they were like nine or 10. And little wheezy. Yeah. Maybe, no, actually I was younger than that. I think I was like in kindergarten because that's what it was. I remember I was in kindergarten and we, we rode home and I remember the whole time thinking in the back of the car, I'm just like, oh man. I'm going to die. Like, how do I tell mom and dad? And like, what's going to happen? Like, how is it going to happen? How long is it going to be? But I mean, I drank vinegar. That's it. And I was so, I was like ashamed. That's it for me. I was ashamed because I'd been tricked into it. And then I was ashamed, you know, like I just felt stupid about it. And I remember going to kindergarten and wanting to tell somebody. And I told one of my friends, I was like, I drank vinegar and and I, now I'm going to die. And, and it was it got around to the teacher and she's like what no no that's not how that no you're you're fine that's not gonna happen and i was so upset i was so upset were you just beside yourself i w- well yeah five-year-old beside myself because i thought this girl had tricked me into drink i mean that's how terrible this girl was though that's the thing she tricked a five-year-old like into a drinking sociopath. vinegar yeah. and then told me i was going to die because i did it you know that's that's really that's that's really what it came down to i believed a lot of things I believed a lot of things. Um, yeah, I could. I, I like to think I'm not as gullible now. You know, I mean, Bigfoot exists. We all know that. Sure. Because uh, Gavin used to tell me my other my best friend on the on the school bus. Uh, he used to tell me all kinds of different things that I would believe. Where he told me that Mount Jefferson, which was the mountain we could see from my my parents' house, it's a, a mountain in the Cascade Range. Um, he told me that it was going to explode, and we were all going to be covered in. Uh, in like Lahar, I think it's Lahar, whatever the mud flow, the mudslide. Oh. Yeah, that it was going to cover us, 
and it was going to happen that day. And so when I got off the bus, it was the same thing. I, I went, I went to my mom. I'm like, Mom, Mount Jefferson's exploding. We're all going to be covered in mud. Like we got to get out of here. And my mom's like, Well, where? God, wait a minute. Stories like this that you tell that make me so grateful that I don't have children. Like every day, you're like, Mom, Mom, the mountain's going to explode. Mountain's going to explode. Mom, Mom, I'm dying. I drank vinegar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, you know that that happened and then i was and my mom was like well wait a minute where did you hear this and i'm like gavin told me she's like don't believe gavin gavin did that too yeah that was gavin <laughs> gavin used to make up all this stuff constantly oh gavin can still get I you know though the difference um well yeah maybe he is he's a little bit better at it now he's a little better at uh, sliding it in there you know he can tell a better story maybe he is is he know. a little better at sliding it in there uh let's do uh let's do a little bit of ball talk okay All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It's potpourri of balls, a smattering, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Before we get to the big games this weekend, I do want to say this. Um, Russell Crowe is apparently not somebody to be uh, going out drinking with. So, Russell oh, Crowe. Oh, no, he's notoriously. I've heard that, too. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard. I've heard that. And, it was uh, a while back, though, probably like about... I remember 10 years ago, like hearing a lot of stories about him. Apparently he's still doing it. So he is a, he had to, he was forced to issue a public apology to one of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs. That's the name of the team, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs, like R-A-B-B-I-T-O-H-S. Oh, so not rabbit toes, but. No, Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs. I don't know what that means. But anyway, South Sydney Rabbitohs. So that is the. Um, the rugby t- club that he supports, that he's a he's a fan of. Oh, he's a co-owner of it. Excuse me, co-owner of it. And he had to issue a public apology because he had the team over to his house for some drinking. <laughs> so they came over there. They were they got really drunk. And I guess what he did is he started berating one of the players. He started berating uh, this player by the name of uh, Kiri. This is his last Luke Kiri. And in front of everyone, all, all drunk, he started yelling at him for underperforming. Um, I'm sure there were more. There was some more colorful language used. Talked about how he sucked. And this is this is one of his own players on his team. Mm. In front of all the other teams, so much so that the guy stormed out of the property and left and went home because uh, because Russell Crowe was picking on him, and he had to issue an apology. Wow. Yes, he said he went too far. Russell Crowe seems like one of those people. I don't think I would want to go out drinking with no, Russell Crowe. No, not at all. Kiefer Sutherland would be like, you know, another notorious drinker. Yeah. I would love, Kiefer Sutherland would be fun to go out drinking Maybe with. Maybe for a little while. He like tackles Christmas trees and Yeah, stuff? I think you'd only want to go out for the first part of the night. I don't think you'd want to be there for the second half of the night. Oh, he's a first half? He's a first half kind of night. But judging by, you know, obviously I've never gone out drinking with Kiefer Sutherland. But judging by the the stuff that I've I've seen... You know, and the trouble that he gets into. Mm. I'm going to guess the second half isn't quite as fun. I met Kiefer Sutherland years ago. He was very yeah, nice. No, I know. Very I know. small. Yeah. I wanted to go out drinking with him. Yeah. He had to leave town. Yeah. Well. I would not want to go out drinking with Russell Crowe. Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's it would end up Degrading well. the team that he Yeah. Like. Yeah. Have you ever wow. seen the that South Park did a great thing with, with Russell Crowe? That was awesome. They had a little, it was like a show within a show of Russell Crowe fighting around the world. Oh, and no. he'd go to like different countries and like, hey, that Chinese guy's looking at me funny. And then he'd just go yell at him and then beat him up. And that was the whole show. Wow. Yeah. He was fighting around the world. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Anyway, moving on to ball talk. Let's go straight to this. <clears throat> the two teams that will be playing in the Super Bowl will be decided this weekend because it's the conference championships. Now, Sarah, I know before we went on air, you were asking about something. Do you understand what this is that's happening this weekend? I think so. So it's the National Football League. That's the NFL. National. Okay, so NFL, National Football League. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you have the NFC and the AFC. Do you know what those and are? Those are the college ones, right? No, those are not colleges. Those are not colleges. The NFC. NFC is the National Football Conference. All right, that the NFL is playing in? 
No, the NFL. Okay, the NFL is the overriding. You know, thing. this is totally confusing. Okay, if you don't know what it is. Okay, I'm gonna, then I'm going to walk you through. Because so what's the college one? That's the college football playoffs. That's so, NCAA. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there are lots of lots of letters. Okay, that one's different. Okay. Okay, so the NFL National Football League. That's the overall league. Now, in in that league, there are two different conferences. There's the National Football Conference and the American Football Conference. And each one has, I I can't remember how many teams, it's like 16 teams or something like that, that are within each conference. So during the playoffs, it's each team is, like in the NFC, they're playing to be the NFC Conference champs, the National Football Conference champions. Okay. And then the AFC, they're playing for their champion. The winner of the NFC and the winner of the AFC play each other in the Super Bowl. So they're all NFL teams. They're all NFL teams. Okay. They're just in different conferences. They divided up for for the for the for the playoffs. So on the National Football Conference side, it's the Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. Those are the two teams that will be playing each other. One of those two teams, whoever wins. The Panthers are the ones that just spanked the Seahawks, right? Yes. Okay. That is, yes, that is them. Yep. And then on the other side is the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos. One of those two teams will go to the Super Bowl. And then they'll play each other. Okay. Does, does this make sense? It totally Have I makes done a sense. good job? Yep. Okay. Um, so that is that is what's going on. So this weekend, there's a couple of things of note that I have to bring up. So the the Denver Broncos, this potentially, if Peyton Manning loses, this could be his last game in the NFL. He could retire after the season. I would guess... If I had to guess, I think he will. I think he will retire. Yeah. Because he's he's getting older. He's he's getting his skills are not as good as they used to be. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna guess Peyton Manning may retire. Although if he yeah, especially if he does end up winning the Super Bowl. But I'm gonna make a prediction on that game. I'm gonna tell you who's gonna be playing in the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm gonna let you know. Right after I do this. So this comes from a. Listener who posted this on my page, I apologize, I don't have your name pulled up. Let me make sure I've got it who it was. It's Corey. Corey posted this on my page. We're going to do the NFC first, Sarah. This is the Carolina Panthers versus the Arizona Cardinals. And he, uh, Corey, thank you for sending me this video of a man by the name of Ken Woodley and his song about the Panthers. Carolina Panthers with sharp teeth and claws. We growl to win this game. We call pro football. Our offense and defense so intense. Your team will be the losers if you got a lick of sense. You dig the NFL, my lyrics and my rhymes. You eat up what I'm saying, spit and fly hip-hop lines. Lightning fast, big black cats, Panthers kicking ass. Yo, with a TD. Oh, a field goal, gonna get that double, you dominate the foe. Carolina <laughs> Panthers with sharp teeth and claws. spitting fly raps. All right, now he's repeating himself. That was Ken Wo- Ked Woodley, excuse me, Ked. Ked. Ked Woodley, I am a fan of Ked Woodley. I like a guy named after a shoe. <laughs> Ked Woodley, uh, it's called Dominate the Foe. That's the name of that one. It's got 137,000 views so far. <laughs> God, you're, why are you breaking Keelan's spirit? 137,000 views. Ch- I was all set to have a good weekend. How many views does this have? Don't tell me. <laughs> 1,094 likes and only 84 dislikes. Make that 1,095 likes. Do not do that from our joint account. <laughs> I think I just did. <laughs> God damn it. All right. And on the other side of the ba- ball, Wait. so you got the Carolina Panthers. So you think the Panthers are going to win? Well... You got the Carolina Panthers, and their quarterback is Cam Newton. Jesus. Versus the Arizona Cardinals. Now, in all fairness, Arizona this week, I had not played one of theirs, and I, I do got to do this. This is for the fans. This is what everybody wanted. They want one fan song from each team. This is the Arizona Cardinals, because their fans call themselves the Bird Gang. And this is theirs. It's 
somebody's been listening to a little too much American Idiot. Yeah, or too much flogging, Molly. Okay, that's it. There we go. That was the Bird Gang. Okay, here's the deal. The Bird Gang sounds just as tough as the bats. It's it's pretty tough. We're the Bird Gang. Yeah. The winner of that match will be, sir, going to the Super Bowl. The big game, Bolo de Super. The Carolina Panthers will be beating the Arizona Cardinals this weekend. On the other side. Please don't say you have two more songs. Greg, no. We've got two more songs. No, no. Greg, don't have two Jesus. more songs. I already played theirs. New England Patriots, Tom Brady. Tom Whiny Brady and his big deflated balls. Versus Peyton Papa John's Manning. Omaha. Two uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two of the best of all time. Going up head-to-head, possibly the last time, Sarah. It's very exciting. The winner will be... New England Patriots. Patriots will win. It'll be Patriots versus the Panthers. In the Super Bowl. Don't need to watch this weekend, but if you do place any bets... Patriots and the Panthers. P versus P. In the Super Bowl. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Those are some pretty bold predictions. Bold, bold, bold Bold. predictions. Bold. Yep. Bold. Stop. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Bold. I don't know what's wrong. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You know what is coming up in less than a week is Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night yes. at the Landmark Saloon. It's going to be great. That is happening on Thursday, January 28th at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Free to play. Sign up, start at 6. You have a chance to win a bunch of cool prizes. Come hang out with us. Uh, of course, our fine sponsor is... Uh, Small Town Brewery. Small Town Brewery. Where they are the proprietors of such delicious beverages, including, but not limited to, Not Your Father's Root Beer. And? Ginger Ale. Yes. And they're both very delicious. Yes. And you can add whiskey into those as well. You can. There's nothing wrong with that. And there will also be a plethora of other beverages, too. So yep. come Yep, and we'll have some out. prizes. It's free to play. And come on down. It is so much fun. And we love seeing all of you. Like honestly, yeah. it's such a treat if you you know if you get a chance to sneak out and come and play a game. And this is something that really does support us a lot by coming out and, and playing free bingo and getting some prizes and hanging out with everybody. It it helps us out too. So it's good all around. It's good all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up uh, later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, drive time at the drive-in at about five thirty, yeah. and tomorrow, Chronicles of the Nerds, followed Chronicles by Rip. City Bad Boys. Rip City Bad Boys. Rip City Bad Boys. Like mimicking everything you're saying. Coming up at 12.30. Couple of fellas John about the games. Oh my God. (laughs) Verbalists sparring with each other and let them have it what for. Rip City Bad Boys. I'm going to do some new liners for them, I think. They don't know it yet, but I'm going to. All right, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, Monday with more Fun Appointment Radio. Have a great weekend. We love you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.